Hey girl, welcome to Christian Girls Pop. My name is Stephanie Bright and I'm the founder of this girls group as well as your host for the podcast. Around here, we are all about purpose, obedience, and prayer. That's what makes us pop. You're guaranteed to laugh, cry, learn, grow, and most importantly, become more like Jesus. We're going to rock this thing out, and we're going to have fun doing it. You ready? Let's go. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Christian Girls Pop. This is a bonus episode, and I'm super excited about this time that we're going to be joining y'all. So you have already received your weekly Bible plan podcast. So if you're continuing on with that, go for it. Check it out. I have explained week nine's reading, but I have a bonus episode for you. Y'all, this is going to be kind of like a pick-me-up episode, an encouraging time. It may be even a little challenging too, but I want to consider this like a Gatorade break, right? If you're running a marathon, you're running a race, sometimes you just need to stop and get a little bit more energy, a little bit of encouragement to keep going in the race. And that's what this episode is all about. I'm very excited. I have one of my church friends. Her name is Miranda Long. I'm super excited for her to join me. Miranda, say hey to the people. Hey, people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited for us to do this episode. So like I said, this will be a time of encouragement. We're going to talk about the importance of reading the Bible. And we're also going to do a little bit of recap of what we've already learned about God. Remember, the two things that I want you guys to get from this episode and the episodes that we're doing all year is for you to get to know God and get to know his word. And so as we've been studying, as we've been reading the word, it's time for us to do a little bit of recap of things that we've learned about God. And Miranda's going to talk a little bit about how she's seen God work in her life and the different things that we've learned about God so far. So, all right, real quick, Miranda, I didn't even put this in your prep questions. You got to tell people a fun fact about you. A fun fact. This is the first time I've been on a podcast. Hey! Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so much fun. So a little bit about Miranda. We go to church together. We are also in youth group together. And um, we've had some real good conversations over the past couple months about God and about reading the Bible and just the importance of really knowing the Word of God. Um, I think we both would agree that a lot of people our age, we're about the same age, um, a lot of people our age don't know the Bible. They don't read the Bible. And because of that, their Christian life suffers and... Um, we're both pretty passionate about the Word of God and um, having it been taught correctly and read correctly and understood. So, yeah, that's a little bit about us. She is married to her boo, Austin. Yes, I am. They have a dog. What's the dog's name? Parker. Parker, the dog that had to get put away because Parker was barking. She she loves to bark at people <laughs> walking down the sidewalk. Oh, they told us a fun fact the other night at church. About frozen pizza? Yes, Tell yes. We, we enjoy eating frozen pizza at least once a week. Is it frozen or just cold? No, it's the fro- like the Red Baron brand that you buy. At and you like just H-E-B. don't put it in the oven. No, you do put it in the oven. Who oh. said to eat it cold? <laughs> no. <laughs> Literally, they told that fact the other day and I was like, how can you eat frozen pizza? Like, isn't that... Like- no, you cook it. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that went right over your head. I literally was like, I've never heard of this. I'm going to have to ask her about this. Well, (laughs) I'm glad we cleared that up. They made it sound like, you know, some people are like, oh, I eat cold pizza. 
Yeah. So I was I like, can see how you got confused. Oh, they eat frozen pizza, but I was like, how do they? No, we're not weird. Do that? like that. That's that's a whole so, nother level. <laughs> so you get frozen pizza and you bake put it, it. Put it in the okay. oven. Okay. Throw you some Tabasco, some cheese. Okay. Is this like a? Y'all do this? Is it like a memoir, like memento? You just like pizza. Is like no, a, we, we just, it on our first date or you just no. like pizza? Uh, no, we have Whataburger on our first oh, date. Okay. Hashtag Texas. Hashtag for real. No, it's just something like it's cheap and it's good. And it's like, why would we spend $50 going out when we can stay in and watch Netflix? Very true. Okay. Eat pizza. I'm glad I cleared that up. I really was imagining y'all eating, <laughs> eating frozen pizza. Girl, my teeth would be shattered. I was so, I'm like, I don't know how they do it, but I was like. <laughs> Y'all do you, you know? Like, I don't know. To each its own. All right, so anyway, that, that's a fun fact. It's not frozen. It's actually cooked. Anyways, let's get into these questions. So, y'all, we're in week nine of the reading plan. Like I said, if you're reading along with that, make sure you check out the other podcasts um, so that you can actually hear the teaching for the week. But before we get into these questions, let's pray. Jesus, thank you for this time. I pray that you give us the wisdom to know what to say to encourage those that are listening. Yes. Lord, I pray that... Um, our lives, our experiences can be um, used to bless others and to encourage others along the way. Thank you so much for this time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, Miranda, first question. Why do you think, or why is the Bible so important for us to read? The Bible is important for us to read because it is God's word. And God spoke this. I believe that it was, you know, the Holy Spirit before it was even revealed to mm-hmm. men that that's what inspired the words behind the bible i don't think it was just something that a bunch of people wrote right and it was like a big coincidence that 66 books became one book like no i believe it's the word of god and that's how god speaks to us you know sometimes whenever it's like god i can't hear you talk it's like he's like bro i already spoke just <laughs> read what i already said yeah yeah, no, that's so true. So many times everyone, um, I get a lot of questions that would be like, how do I hear God's voice? How do I hear God's voice? Which is important. Or we don't know when God is speaking to us, mm-hmm. but we have words that he has already spoken to us. So, right. Yeah, super important. That's a great place to start. Um, I really think that it's like, it's the substance that we need to get through this life. Like we cannot survive as a Christian without reading the word of God. Like survive spiritually. Like we our Christian walk will be lacking because we're not reading the promises that God has for us. We're not Mm -hmm. reading the word that he's already given us. Right. Like if the Lord never spoke to us ever again in our lives, we have everything that we need. Exactly. And that's what I had to remind myself all the time. And sometimes I'm, I'm so weird, but I play like this scenario. Like if I was stranded in a desert, do I have enough of God's word in me to Mm. last you know, like, like, can I, do I remember scriptures that will help me get through those troubled times? Like, what if I never got the opportunity to yeah. read the Bible again? Do I already have enough in me? And that's one of the things that motivates me because you never know. Like, God could make me stranded somewhere. <laughs> He's like, I'm going I'm to try that out. See what happens. Let's test her, you know? Um, but no, I just, I just want to be prepared because you never mm-hmm. know. And times are getting crazy. You know, people are getting wild out there, so you never know what's going to happen. So I just really think that that's one of those things. Okay, let's focus on God's word and what he says. Yeah. How can I memorize it? How can I live out this scripture? Mm-hmm. And how can I help other people apply this scripture to their lives? Yeah, no, that's really good. And, and the Bible tells us about that, about hiding the word in our heart. And right. what that means, it's a churchy way of saying, 
memorize a scripture. Um, so that's, that's basically what it's saying. And so with that, you can't memorize something that you've never read. You can't remember something that you've never read. And there's sermons at church that will preach from the Bible, hopefully. That's what they should be preaching from. Yes. If they're not, run. That's a whole other story. <laughs> but that's not enough. Sermons once a week. You know, I've heard people say this a lot. If, people, if you just ate one time a week, you're not going to survive. Or you'd be very miserable from Sunday to Sunday. And so that's what our spiritual life can look like if we're only hearing about the Word of God, only reading the Word of God once a week, and then expecting right. to have a strong prayer life and a strong Christian life. Nope. Yeah, and it's important, too, to realize things from a pastor's side. I'm not a pastor, but just seeing how some of the pastors write their sermons, they have to write it to where if somebody's barely walking in and has never mm -hmm. heard the gospel, and then they have to preach to people that have been in their church for 80-something years. Mm -hmm. So you're not necessarily even getting a full-course meal. You're just getting a portion. Yeah, you know, it could be a really good. good portion. It could be a really, you know, it could be a nice steak one day. <laughs> it could be asparagus one day. You know, you never know what the man of God's going to yeah. feed you. But it's just one of those things that, not that it gets watered down, but there's so much more to God's word than just a sermon. Yeah, that is good. That is good. And that is literally why I felt so strongly about doing this and doing a Bible plan for the year. And I know everybody, you already told me, some, some, some Bible plans don't work for everybody. And that's totally fine. And I've even told people on the podcast, I'm like, hey, if you're not doing this Bible reading plan, that's fine. What is not fine is if you're not getting in the Bible whatsoever. The whole goal, the whole purpose of this is not to do a checklist. It's not to just say that you read the Bible in a year, but it's really to really get to know God, to get to know his word and what's in there. And I think so many times, well, I don't think, I know that so many of us young girls, we we don't read our word as much as we should. Right. And there's so much else that we would rather read. We would rather read... Or let's even talk about social media, right? Like there's all these little 60 second sermons and little clips and little this and that. The shorts. Good. The yeah, shorts. all those yeah. little reels yeah, and yeah, shorts yeah. and all those things. Those are fine. Those are cool. And I love sharing them. I love watching them myself, but that still can't be enough. Like you can't depend on someone else teaching you or I wouldn't even say you can't depend on someone else teaching you, but you can't depend on just everyone else talking about the word that they read that day to be enough like you also need to get in the word for yourself yeah, you have to experience experience because it is an experience when you read god's word yeah it is and the more that you read god's word the more that you will fall in love with him and get to know him more yeah. a lot of times when we struggle with hearing god's voice or just different situations in life a lot of times i can always ask people and this isn't just like a every single time it's going to be like that but a lot of times when people are struggling spiritually struggling in their walk the questions that i can ask them is when's the last time you prayed when's the last time you got in your word mm -hmm. and a lot of the time it's like oh it's been a while it's been a while mm -hmm. this is how we get to know god this is how we get to hear his voice this is how we deepen our relationship with him and so y'all it's just so important like i said this is a pick me up episode this is reminding you this is why we do it it's not just just to say, you know, verse a day keeps the devil away. It's to really get to know God. And you will see your life change so much when you really take it seriously. You yeah. will. You will. 100,000, 50 million percent. percent. You will see a difference. Yeah. Versus when you don't read and you're just kind of like a plastic bag floating in the wind. You're just drifting. Isn't Katy Perry say that? <laughs> Does she repeat that? 
the worst is Katy Perry. <laughs> You're just a plastic bag hey, floating in the wind. Hey, Katy, Katy Perry knows what she's talking about because she was saved. She, uh, oh. Maybe. I don't know. Was she ever? I don't know. Only the Lord knows. Hey, she grew up right and she that chose to go her own way. funny. That is so funny. Um, okay, that is so funny. The dude. theologian, Katy Perry. Theologian, Katy Perry. <laughs> Scholar, dean of the Bible. Prophetess. <laughs> um, I was going to ask you something. Oh, so what, is, what does it look like for you when you spend time in your word, like on a daily basis? What do you normally do? Well, when I'm not fasting, I brew a cup of coffee, fix it up. Hold on, pause. <laughs> We gotta tell you, we're fasting right now. We're doing a church fast, and Miranda's struggling with this church it's fast. It's so hard. It's 40 days, like 21 days, psh, no brainer, but a 40 yeah. day Daniel fast. For those of you who don't know what that is, that's basically being a vegan. Um, and to the I'm, max. Like, yeah, like yeah. you have to read ingredients and make sure there's no sugar <laughs> in it. You know, like being very, very strict. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm only doing water. So. The water part's all right. You know, I crave a coffee every now and again, but normally I could just, like, smell the coffee and I'll be okay. Just, you know, just a little... Smell the caffeine. A little. <laughs> um, but it's hard. Like, right now, I just... I try to cook Steph dinner. Try to cook her some tofu. And I just... I took a bite of it. It was the medium firm. And it, I just couldn't. Oh, I almost man. gagged. I was like, God, I would rather not eat this. Ever. I'd rather eat fruits defense, and vegetables my whole life than have to eat this again. In my defense, I told her to get the extra firm one. She got she it after I placed the H-E-B order. She replied late. It's all my fault. Now she's gagging over tofu. Anyways, that's what she's talking about when she's talking about fasting. Okay, continue on. So, yeah. Um, when I'm not fasting, I like to brew a cup of coffee. Um, just make sure I'm awake. Make sure I'm ready. And then I get a pen. And then I read my Bible. Sometimes... I like to, I know they say don't do this, but sometimes I just like to pick a book I've never read before and read it and see what I can get out of it. And then sometimes, like, I'm not going to lie, the Old Testament, it's a struggle. Mm-hmm. Like, it is for most people. Like, like That's just keeping it real, y'all. Like, I just, like, all these tribes and <laughs> Leviticus and mm-hmm. Numbers, and it's just like, oh, my goodness. Okay, thank God for the New Testament. And then I'll go to the New Testament, read that, and, like, okay, these are words I can understand. <laughs> These are names I can kind of pronounce. Um, what I like to do is I read a chapter. Mm-hmm. And if that one chapter is short or if it's really good, I'll read the next one. Mm-hmm. You know, when it's like really hitting you, you get all excited and you, you start moving when you're reading. You're like head banging to It's like, <laughs> yes, this word of God hits hard. <laughs> and then I underline a lot of stuff in my Bible. If you don't write in your Bible, don't be scared. You're not going to go to hell because you yeah. wrote something or underlined something Yeah, I know some Bible. people like doodle. I'm not a doodler. I'm not either. Mm-mm. But I underline and I circle. Oh, I highlight the mess out of my Bible. Got predestined. <laughs> circle, circle, circle. Yeah. And my Bible, is, it's colorful for sure. I no, mine's just, mine's just black ink or maybe blue oh, no, ink. I have like I special have highlighters paint. I use for each thing. Okay, I tried that. Fun fact. I tried to do that when I was, like, in the 7th or 8th grade. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I started in Genesis. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I was like, oh, this is just too much to highlight. (laughs) That's, I mean, that's fair. The Bible's just so good. (laughs) just want to highlight everything. Like, I color-associated everything. Like, names, this color, this color, this color. When God did something, this color. That's deep. I've never done that. Okay, yeah, but you shouldn't because, I like, (laughs) the whole front page of the Bible was ruined. Yeah. Mm Mm-mm. 
Anyways. I, I highlighted it too much. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. But before I read the Bible, actually, I pray. Like, Holy Spirit, Ooh, activate. Okay. Come, yeah. Talk come. about that. So, I think that it's the Holy Spirit. I believe that the Holy Spirit is what gives us the ability to understand God's Word. Mm-hmm. And not only understand it, but help mold it into our hearts and engrave it in our minds mm-hmm. to help us be sanctified. It's the process of sanctification that is uh something that we're going to experience our whole life while we're walking our christian life Um, and i think that's awesome because you can find hope in knowing that god is never going to stop working on you Mm -hmm. Uh, philippians 1 6 so i think that that's an awesome hope you know that god is always gonna continue to work on us um through his holy spirit that he's gifted us you know, he didn't have to give us the Holy Spirit, but he did. Mm-hmm. And he's our helper. He's our comforter. Yeah. And he will help you understand God's word when you just feel like, I don't even know what I'm reading. Yeah. So if, and if you ever feel that way, just stop. And he's, Holy Spirit, help yeah. me understand what you're trying to say. Yeah, literally. I always make sure that I pray. And I can even tell the difference when I'm like starting to read. I'm like, I don't know what I'm reading. I'm like, ooh, I have not prayed. Right. And sometimes it's like literally... We try to just go in and do it real quick, not realizing that we need the Holy Spirit to, like you said, to be able to understand God's word better. So definitely recommend praying before, during, and after mm-hmm. you've read the Bible. All right, so you got your coffee, you pray, you're reading. I'm reading, I'm underlining, I'm reading it again and again if it's something that like hits hard. Mm-hmm. I'm like reading it and reading it, meditating on it. Um, what that means is not like I'm like, um, doing some Buddhist stuff. No, it's actual like scripture to meditate on God's word. And what that means, how it was taught to me and how I do it, it's, you know, it's up to you how you feel comfortable doing it. But for me, I like to read God's word and then I just stop, quiet out my mind, make sure like my phone's faced downward so I don't Mm -hmm. get distracted. Um, and I just really let that word soak into my heart and soak into my mind yeah no that's good and that's that's like another one of those churchy terms you know always like breaking those things down i never want to assume that people just know exactly what we're saying you know because that's something that um you know other people may never have heard so yeah meditating on god's word taking time to really think about it sit with it don't just read and keep it moving and that's why i always encourage people to um really prioritize their time with the Lord and like really give it space. Don't try to rush it. Now there will be days when you just, you just can't like things are just going quickly. But if you are able to like really give it time because then you're able to have that time to stop and think about it. And that's how you begin to hide God's word in your heart. That's how you're able to memorize. That's how you're able to think about it. It's because of taking time to really go through it. Yeah. Those, those are some of my favorite moments whenever Mm -hmm. you can just be still and let God's word yeah. word do its work in you and mold you. Because that's really what God wants to do with mm-hmm. you is to mold your life and to shape yeah. your heart and your mind to be holy mm-hmm. like he's holy. That's what we're called to do. Not be like Jesus, but be Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that's heavy. That's hard. And we need all the help we can get. And I think that God even to be willing to help us is just a beautiful thing because he already saved us. He didn't have to yeah. do anything else. Yet, honestly, he yet, really didn't. Yeah, he keeps giving and he keeps he giving does. and he keeps giving. Yeah, and it's just like, God, I don't deserve any of this. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but, th- but thanks. Yeah, amen to that for sure. 
I definitely agree. My, my Bible time looks pretty similar. Pray before, read my time. Um, oh, I didn't say what you, I just, I'm in the middle. I'm letting the God's word Oh, you soak. burped and then we got off track. I All right, <laughs> continue. And then after I soak, I read it again. And then I see, okay, how can I pray this? Because mm. praying the scriptures is something Girl. other than meditating. And that's something that was hard and awkward for me to learn at first. Whenever I was like in high school, I was like, so I just read it as a prayer. Like, <laughs> okay, Jesus is yeah. Lord. Mm-hmm. Amen. Like, yeah. But no, it's more like, okay, God, I want you to be Lord of my life. You know, that's how mm-hmm. you can pray scriptures. God, you are the way, the truth, and the life, and I need you to be the truth in my life right now. I don't know what I'm going to do. This is yes. hard. This is hard. And you are the way, and I need you to make a way for me right now. That's how you pray the scriptures. That's a, probably a bad example. You can find better examples no, that was on the good. internet. That was good. Um, but yeah. I think that that's super important for us to utilize. You know, what does the Bible say about God's word being a sword? You know, yeah. it can cut through anything. It can cut through Sharper lies. than any two-edged sword. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's an important weapon that mm-hmm. we have in our arsenal to fight Yes, the enemies of yeah. this world and the demons and devils that we face, whatever we're facing, whatever lies that are being thrown at us. And I think that that's something that we need to utilize as Christians because it's a great weapon that we have and nothing can break God's word. And so when you're able to pray that over yourself and over others, it's just, it really solidifies, I don't know. I just picture like a tough guy with the sword mm-hmm. and armor. It's like, it, you just become that. Yes. It's like nothing can break yeah. your armor. Yeah. Like the Mandalorian. Surgery. Like nothing can cut through his. I don't his... know I only know that because of my husband. But apparently like not even a lightsaber can cut through the Mandalorian's Ooh. armor. Okay. So that's what I picture because. Cool. Like, We're going to go nothing, with that. Nothing can penetrate yeah. In, it. What is it like impenetrable? Sure. Yeah. That doesn't sound like a real word, but it probably <laughs> is. We'll keep it in there just in case. <laughs> um, yeah, the first time somebody told me about praying the scripture, it was like just like a year or two ago. And I was like, wait, that's a thing? Like, I never heard of that. Super cool. Just like Miranda said, it's just a great way to really apply the scripture to your life. Um, different methods that people use include the SOAP method. And the P in the SOAP method is about prayer and about praying, about applying that to your life. And so you can literally pray the scripture Make it a reality to your life, and um, you will really see the difference in your life for sure. <clears throat> All right, so with some of the recap that we have based on the weeks that we've read so far, a couple of things that we've learned about God is that He's holy. We talked about Him being a provider, a protector, a miracle worker, and a pursuer. And we talked about Him in other ways as well, but these are kind of the ones I wanted to highlight um, because they showed up repetitively. So these are some of the attributes about God that I wanted to point out the most. And so Miranda, I sent these to you and then I just said, pick Pick two two out of the five that you want to talk about. So which ones did you pick? I picked Miracle Worker and Pursuer. All right. So let's start with Miracle Worker. How have you seen God be a Miracle Worker in your life? Well, before we get into that, let's kind of do it. I'm going to do a little bit of a recap. The different ways that we've seen God be a Miracle Worker. Um, we read about Moses parting the Red Sea through um, God's power. We also just read about creation. That in, in itself is a miracle. We also read in the New Testament about Jesus doing several miracles time and time and time again. Healing the sick, raising the dead. He has 
Um, we've read about Jesus resurrecting. That is a whole miracle as well. And so that's kind of the things that we've read in scripture, but it's always good to hear of what God is still doing because we believe that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Therefore, his word and his promises and his attributes will also be the same. And so um, I think it's just important for us to hear I guess like real life examples so we don't just say like oh it's just something from the bible time so miracle worker how have you seen god been a miracle worker in your life well first and foremost whenever i got saved i true i believe that salvation is a miracle yeah um it shouldn't be belittled or just like a common thing like no christian should ever feel when somebody gets saved nothing mm-hmm like, you should always be moved when you see somebody get saved because you oh, yeah. were that person. As mm-hmm. such were some of you, mm-hmm. as Paul says. And I think that that's incredible. Um, so yeah. whenever I got saved, I was eight. Eight, wow. I went to TBI at children's camp, and I gave my life to the Lord on the left side of the auditorium. I remember where it was. I don't remember the date. It was in summertime, like June or July mm-hmm. 6th. One of those. I'm not gonna throw a date. Some people can remember their exact date, and oh, that's I can, amazing. For sure. Like that's cool. But when you're eight years old at summer camp, the days mean nothing. No. Every day is just like you don't even know what day it is. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that that was a miracle, and there's so many other times in my life that God has been a miracle. But one that was really stood out, and I was like, oh crap, God heals. Uh, was whenever I was. Uh, in eighth grade, going to ninth grade that summer at camp, no, it was at summer camp. We went to San Antonio with our church, with the youth group. I obviously was in the youth, and we had a field day, game day type thing. And um, one of the games was you stuff balloons into like extra large sweatpants. And so I was stuffing them, stuffing them. And once they're inside of your sweatpants, you have to get them to pop. Uh huh. So how do you pop them? Obviously, you fall on them, right? Well, me, I jumped up, and I was trying to, like, give them the pop. So I'm jumping up and down, jumping up and down. And then I, like, do one last hoorah, and I jump up, fall on my butt, but I use my left arm to, like, catch mm. my weight. And I'm so... Queasy. And you're a nurse. I How know, are you but bones? Uh, I can't do bones. Continue. Well, anyway, my wrist decided to break, and I had a, a break in my bone in my growth plate. Um, Marina was there. Marina's one of our youth leaders. Um, Shout she out. was yeah. She was my youth leader at the time. Now she's married to our youth pastor, um, and she's a she's a, a killer. She's yeah, great. She's a beast. She's a beast. Don't mess with her. We love you, Marina. We love you, Marina. And Theo. Because um, <laughs> Theo's listening. Hey, yes. Theo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she was there. She could testify. Like, she saw the x-ray of there being a split in my bone. Um, and obviously, you know, I'm freaking out. Like, calling my dad. And I was like, do I need to go get you? You know, we're in San Antonio. He, we're, we're from Houston. And I was like, no, you paid like 200 bucks for me to be here. I want to finish out the week. Because it was like on a Tuesday. And you're oh, there from Monday to Friday. Yeah. So I'm there those three days with the cast over my arm, like lifting up my hands in worship. It was so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I came back, um, when I came back Friday, I think it was, I don't know, Saturday or Monday, I finally was able to get to the doctor. And they took off the cast and they started doing images again. And the split in my wrist, the crack in my bone was gone. Wow. Yeah, God completely wow. healed my bone. 
They were probably like, why do you have this cast on? <laughs> yes, they were. They looked at me like, why are we even here? Yeah. And my dad, oh my gosh, I'm, my dad is not a believer. He's not saved. Um, and he was so mad at me because he <laughs> thought that I made it up. And I was like, no, dad, like. He's like, you're wasting my time. <laughs> he bro. really did. So I could have been at work right now, really. Um, but I was like, no, like there was an actual crack in my bone and I prayed for God to heal it because Come I wanted on. to play volleyball <laughs> my He's freshman like, year sure. of high school and he does it for whatever reason and my dad ends up Praise God. mad at me and you know what? It's okay. I mean, that just, that just adds to the story, you know, cause everybody really thought like, yes, it was a legit is, thing. Yeah. That's good. That's a good story. I love, I love hearing healing stories. Um, I've definitely seen God be a miracle worker as well. I've shared this with y'all on the podcast a couple times, but um, God healed my heart last year after having a heart condition for my entire life for 24 years. Um, the doctors couldn't really figure it out, but it almost killed me a couple of times and um, a lot of ER scares, ER visits, heart monitors, pain, blood work, all the things for 24 years worth of that. Then I finally got a diagnosis a couple years ago and... Um, then we were just continuing on with that. They just assumed that at some point in my life, I would have to have surgery, and we just kind of went with that, but I just still trusted God with it, and um, God supernaturally healed my heart in 2021, July of 2021, and I went back to the doctors. They couldn't find anything wrong with my heart. And Love that. Yeah, they were like, nope, your heart's perfectly fine. I'm Love like, yeah, that. I know. I just needed to hear from you. Yeah. I already knew. <laughs> Literally, the moment that... I got hands laid on me to be healed. I immediately felt the difference. I was able to jump and, you know, just like praise the Lord without any pain like I normally would have. And That's I knew amazing. that I knew that there was a change. That's amazing. Yeah. I even told the the the, um, the leader of the conference, she happened to be standing near me. And I, I told her, hey, I literally, since you've prayed over me, like I feel no pain in my body. And then I got to share it with everyone that was there at the conference and everybody was so excited and praising God as well. And it was just cool to, for everybody to see that God still does this. Yeah. God still heals. Um, and so I love when we get to experience God in reality in our lives, mm -hmm. that it's not just a Bible story. It's mm -hmm. not just something that we can just highlight and underline in our Bible, but it's something that you can live out, that you can share with mm -hmm. others. And that's just one time. The Lord has healed yeah. my body several times, thankfully. Um, cause the enemy be trying it, but anyways, um, but it's important to share, like Absolutely. if something, anything, even if you think it's a micro miracle, mm, yeah, I love not that, that term. Not that I believe in those because I think every miracle is like a big deal, yeah. right? But sometimes we have like but this have hierarchy of miracles. Yeah. Like, like, like your heart mm -hmm. saving God miracle thing is like <laughs> compared to my little wrist, it no! seems like a big deal. You know, but it's not like God still moved. Yeah. And I think it's important to share those things because if you don't share those things, then either you or the devil is going to talk yourself out of the miracle that mm. you experienced. Absolutely. Like your yeah. unbelief, like Lord help my unbelief. That mm. part of you is going to keep saying, did, did God really? Yeah. And then the devil, if you want to give the devil credit, he's going to be like, did God really? Mm -hmm. like, like, did, like, maybe it didn't. Did he happen. really tell you you were going to die if you mm -hmm. eat that apple? Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's the same. He does Surely the same not. tactics. Surely not. Y'all, he does the same stupid tactics. It's crazy. All right. You said the other one was pursuer, right? Yes. All right. Hit me. What you got? Okay. So there was a time in my life. Um, I was going to, my junior year, my, my junior year of high school, I was really 
going after God and chasing Him, you know, in the beginning of the year. I was ready to get what God... I was ready to receive what God wanted me to do. And then, I don't know, I just became, I guess, scared of my calling. And I ran away from God, and Mm -hmm. I ran away fast. I completely turned my life around. um, And I knew it was wrong. Every day of my life, I knew it was wrong, what I was doing. Um, But I still went out. I still went to parties. I still had fun. I still drank. I still dabbled with drugs. Um, Marijuana was my choice. That was your your choice? And I, I, I just wanted to drink and party and forget what God called me to do mm. because I was so scared and so insecure. Yeah. Like, God, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. Well, okay, bye. Pick someone else. And the fact that God, every moment, every day that I was like, okay, God, I can't do this. I don't want to do this. I'll talk to you when I'm 30. Mm. You, let me live my life. Yeah. Let, before I, I, if you have called me to do this, I want to live my life and get it all out of me before I do it. That's real. You know? And I know that you're not the only one that has said that. There's people listening. They're like, yep, definitely said that. And and I, I, and I, I told you, I went the other way, mm-hmm. like opposite so fast Jonesha. because I just wanted to get away. I was Jonesha. <laughs> I went away and I, you know, I did the alcohol. I did the drugs. I did the partying. Yeah. I did, you know, there were so many times where God could have just let me. Yeah. And there was... I look back on my life and it's just crazy. And it, it was just crazy because there was times where I was so out of it, I could have been raped. Yeah. There was times that I was just hanging around with the wrong crowd that we could have gotten a wreck because we were all drunk and driving and going like 90 miles an hour on the freeway. There's times where I could have driven off of a bridge where I could have killed somebody else because I was drunk and driving. You know, there's so many other things that could have happened to me Mm -hmm. and that if it did happen I would have deserved I would have deserved it because I put myself in that spot I let myself become a shell Mm -hmm. and just took in every substance that I could so I couldn't feel anything Mm -hmm. and it was just like looking back I was like oh my gosh you're so stupid (laughs) why would you do that like God loved you so much Mm -hmm. and you turned away from him like you're such an idiot but I needed to go through that because if I didn't, then I wouldn't have realized and I wouldn't have appreciated how much of a pursuer God is. Yeah. Like he leaves the 99 yeah. for the one. And you, I you was that one. Yeah, yeah. He came looking for me. He was there when I was mm-hmm. high. He was there when I was drunk. He was there when I was throwing up. He was there when I was hungover. He was there when I didn't want him there. Mm, that's good. That literally sums up his pursuit. That, I think that sums it up perfectly. He was there when you didn't want him to be there. Like that, that sums up how much of a pursuer he is. And like you said, like you were the one. Like you don't appreciate his pursuit until you are the one that he's going after. Yeah, because like in that moment when I came back and I realized there was a lot of people there that were praying for me. Like Marina, we were talking about, she was praying for me. Um, Pastor Caesar as well. And other people that I'm sure noticed me not at church anymore. You mm-hmm. know, like this is the girl who was on fire. We got, you know, God healed her arm. Mm-hmm. 
Where is she? Yeah. She was doing so good. Where is she? She was about to do this. Where is she? And for me, whenever I came back, I remember being at the altar and just being so, so sorry for just being like rude mm-hmm. to God. You know, like being just such a spoiled brat. <laughs> and I just remember crying at the altar on my knees, not wanting to leave. It was at summer camp. And I was just like, I'm so sorry, God. I was so stupid. I know you love me. Help me to, like, just be in your love and mm-hmm. let that be enough for me. There was a lot of things that I prayed that I was like, let that just be enough for me. Let your word be enough for me. Let mm-hmm. who you are be enough for me. Like, let me not crave the other things or, you know, the things of this world or the things that other pastors or preachers are saying that we need. Like, God, I just want you. I just want your word. Yeah. Because those are the only things that are going to be eternal. And then after that, uh, I got married. And <laughs> I've been... Skipping ahead. <laughs> I've been devoted ever since hey. to the Lord. I don't ever think about running away. Sometimes I'm scared of some things that I face. But I just remember the ends that I went to. And I know that I never want to go back there. Yeah. Because it's such a weird feeling. Because it's like you feel alone, but you know that you're not alone. Mm. That's good. But you feel like you don't deserve it. it you deserve to be alone. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no. Yeah, it's almost like you want to be like, God, like, why don't you just leave me alone? Yeah. Like, why don't you? It's like, you... God, look at all the bad that I've done. Yeah. Like, like, why are you still here? You're too holy to be yeah. right here right now. Like, these yeah. rags, these this dirt, this piece of junk that I've just let my life become. I can't even be in your presence right mm-hmm. now. You don't deserve to witness this. Yeah, and that's the exact moment he's like, nope, but I'm still here. He's it's, like, I'm God. I'm going to yeah, do what I want. Honestly, and he does. It, it's kind of like, this is not nearly as holy of an example, but it's kind of like one of those <laughs> like cheesy rom-coms, you know? Yeah. Where like the super nice cowboy falls in love with this like random girl from... Um, Pasadena. Yeah. <laughs> We'll go with Pasadena. This random girl from Pasadena, like some real like chola, just like just, right? <laughs> I'm not a chola. <laughs> just like she's just like a hot mess, right? So this nice cowboy guy falls in love with this girl who just has her life all over the place, hot mess, comes from a bad family, broken home, like all the things. Like and she's just like strung out on drugs, all this stuff, and he just keeps pursuing her and keeps pursuing her. There is actually a Bible story about that. It's Jose and Gomer, FYI. That is my favorite Old Testament oh, yeah. Bible. Go read it, y'all. Bible so good. Book, book. So good. My favorite Old Testament book. Not Bible. That's I said that wrong. Oh, okay. But it's my favorite Old Testament book. book. Yeah. It's so good. So good. I'll have to do a teaching on that when we get there. Okay, 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 okay. Oh. I'm so fired up now. Because whenever... Sorry, I just no, cut go, you off. But go. I'm so fired up because I read that. That was one of the first things that I read when I came back to God. Mm. And I remember feeling so convicted. Yeah, when well, you realize you're the prostitute? Yes. Yeah. I was like, God, I'm a whore. <laughs> you were just chasing after me. Yeah. And I was being a stupid idiot and still running after the things of this world. Mm-hmm. Knowing, knowing yeah. this, and this is the part that always makes me mad at myself, knowing that you already gave your life for me. Mm-hmm. You knew, it's like, it's like it's different when someone runs from God and they don't know that they're running from God. Versus when you know God, you know what he's done, you've heard about the gospel, you've experienced this miracle of salvation. Speaking in tongues, all the yeah. stuff, the whole nine yards. And then you still run. Yeah. 
that hits different. It does. And the Bible talks about that, like when you know what to do and you do not. Um, it, it definitely hits different. And I think that's what makes his pursuit even more special because yes. he pursues not just those who don't even know that they're running. He pursues those that know that they're running. Yeah, And I think whenever that song came out, Reckless Love, mm-hmm. that's exactly what that means. It doesn't mean that God is reckless or that he is someone like, who doesn't like a, think about yeah, his actions. Like no. mayhem, just like he doesn't know. Yeah, Reckless Love is not reckless in this scenario of the pursuit because God will literally go through anything for you because he loves you so much. Yeah. And so it's like reckless in the sense of like we cannot understand it. Like it doesn't make sense in the physical sense. And that's what we see time and time again through scripture. Mm-hmm. It may look a different way just based on what's happening in the story. But if you look at it in the clearest, most simplest form, it's God's love. Yes. Time and time and time again. That's why he... Spared Adam and Eve from death. He kicked them out of the garden, but he spared them from death. That's why when he was deciding to flood the earth, he still spared Noah's family. Right. There, that was God's love. I mean, time and time and time again, the Israelites were tripping for 40 years, like complaining. And he fed them. He, he clothed them mm-hmm. the entire time that they were being a hot mess. You can look at scripture time and time and time again and see God's love through all of it. And that's why it's important as we're... As we're reading these stories, now you can even think about the different stories that Miranda shared of experiences that she has gone through. And you can think about experiences in your own life as well. How God has stepped in in your life. How he has redeemed and pursued you when you have gone astray. When we all have our story. We all have Mm -hmm. our... You you talked about Jose and Gomer. Mine is the prodigal son. Oh, that story hits so I love it so much. I also really love John Four, the Samaritan woman. Samaritan woman. Not, not because I was that or <laughs> You didn't you know, have five husbands? I didn't have five husbands. <laughs> and I hope I don't. You know, hopefully me and my one husband yes, will be together please. till we both die together. Yeah. You know. Um, but I just that story of God being so compassionate mm-hmm. and going after the one that nobody well, I guess I can relate to her, because she was the one that nobody like nobody else was messing with. Yeah, yeah. Even if you look in the scripture, it talks about um, how she had to, she was at the well. And, you know, back in those days, that's how they got their water. And she had to go at a specific time of day aside from everyone else because basically no one wanted to be around her. No one wanted to deal with her. Everybody knew her mess. Everybody knew what she had gone through. Yeah, she and, went yeah. in the hard, the hottest part of the day mm-hmm. she went to because she didn't want to deal with the looks. Yeah. She didn't want to deal with the persecution mm-hmm. or what's the word whenever people Just are... Just like people mocking haters. her. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. She didn't want to deal with that. So she went through the heat of the day. Mm-hmm. Everybody else went in the mornings or the evenings when the sun wasn't out. Yeah. And what are the chances? Mm-hmm. You know, this is talking about divine appointment. Mm-hmm. God manifested in the flesh Mm -hmm. jesus christ walking on this earth at noon Mm -hmm. in samaria sits down at this well and tells this woman give me a drink yeah and that was no accident jesus doesn't do anything by accident and at first she was kind of like who are you talking to but then that's she realized like oh my gosh i am talking to the messiah like everything changed for her and yeah that story hits because that's why it gets me so lit yeah like he picked the one person that mm-hmm. nobody thought was qualified. Nobody thought mm-hmm. was good enough to even deserve drinking yeah. water from. 
yeah. with, you know, at the same time. And he chose her. He chose her to be the one, yeah. to be an evangelist mm-hmm. and basically help start the gospel to the Gentiles and to the Samaritans. Yeah. People that Jews hate. And she dropped her She dropped uh, her buckets. buckets and she took and off. And she took off. Yeah. Come meet the man that told me everything I ever did. That that verse like takes me in. I don't know because just like that, it just like it sparks a fire in me. I'm like, that was me, and now I want to do the same. Yeah, like I want to go and yell to the world, like right. come meet the man. And that's that's my heart behind Christian Girls Pop, behind teaching the Bible, behind just serving at church or anywhere. It's like my heart is I want you to meet the man that told me everything about me, mm-hmm. but in the most loving way in the most compassionate way, in the most pursuing way, and in a non-condemning way. Exactly. Because there's a difference. Somebody can, everybody else was already telling her about who she was and what she had done. When the world will want to say one thing, you have the truth of God already there. And when you realize that these verses are truth to you today, it's not just something, oh, that's a cute story in John 4, but no, when you apply the scripture and you realize you were the Samaritan woman, or if you read Hosea and Gomer, you realize you were Gomer, or I mean, any story where you see God's pursuing love and you see the the runaway, basically, right? Like, when you realize these are things that apply to my life, it changes the game. It will change how you read scripture, how you interpret it. It'll grow that desire for you. And I pray that, through this episode that that desire grows again that maybe if things have gone cold maybe you started off at the year and you were like man i really wanted to i'm gonna read the bible i'm gonna be i'm gonna you know have a better prayer life i'm gonna have a stronger walk with god and now it's almost march and you're like what i haven't read in five months or you know i haven't read in five weeks and you or know, even five days yeah it just five. takes it just takes a day it really does and i'm like oh i'm off let me go sit down somewhere i get cranky when i don't read I can always tell the difference. I don't get cranky. I get lazy. Hmm. And it's one of those things that's hard because once I stop reading, it takes a lot of effort to get back to in To get it. back in. But once I'm in it, like, I'm in it. Everybody has their own struggles. Yeah. I definitely, like, I just get, like, kind of cranky and a little fussy or, like, snappy. And I'm like, hmm, I don't like this. Um, <laughs> I don't and, like me. Yeah, I don't. And I'm like, dang, let me go read. But, yeah, you brought up a good point. Like, once you get out of that routine of reading it is hard to get back in so let this be your push this is your gatorade break let this be a sign to say hey get back in the game this is not finished we have a race to run Amen. it doesn't mean that you need to pick up this bible reading plan if you do go for it i have all the resources there for you but if not find something that works for you there's bible reading plans on multiple apps there may be something that your church is doing Grab a friend, study the Bible together, whatever it is, make sure that you are incorporating this into your life. It will change you. It will change your walk with God. And we can't survive without it. We will not be, we will not walk in everything that God has for us without reading the word of God. We will not have as deep as a relationship as we should if we're not in the word of God. Um, so it's definitely something to do. Um, but yes, get some accountability, get in the word. It's going to be very, very important. Without it, we suffer. Okay, Miranda, real quick, we're wrapping up this episode. Real quick, what would be some advice that you would give to somebody who's fallen off the wagon, basically? They don't really have the desire to read, and they're listening to this, and they're like, man, I want to, but I don't even know what the next like practical steps are. Practically speaking, I would say the first thing to do would be to pray 
very simple prayer, God, help me be motivated to read your word. Um, that would be the first thing I would say to do. And then after that, I would say, if you're really interested, you should have a Bible near you. If you really are wanting change in your life, you should have a Bible in your house or in your room, not on your phone. Don't, don't do your phone. If you're going to do your phone, if you've already slacked off and you're getting on your phone, you're just going to click on another app or when somebody mm -hmm. texts you, you're just going to forget about it, put it on the back burner. So don't put yourself in that spot. But get a get your real paper Bible and open up John 4, open up Hosea, open up of the verse that you got saved to, if you remember. If you don't know, just read the gospel according to John. Yeah, I mean, I, for me, it's hard sometimes to find what to read. So mm -hmm. then, I, like I said earlier, I just reread things that I like. And, yeah. then, and then other stuff will stick out to me that I didn't notice the first time. Yeah, I think it, it could even be as simple as what, what were things that you did enjoy reading before you slacked off? Start mm -hmm. there just to renew that desire. Right. And um, then continuing to pray to ask the Lord to uh, strengthen that desire. And a lot of times, um, a great way to get that desire back is to be around other believers who have that desire already or who are, you know, aspiring towards that desire. Yeah. Be around like-minded people who are in their word. So many times it can... I know in my own life, sometimes it's just as simple as me just being around church people, being around um, people that are on fire for God. That just alone renews my desire. And so um, these are a couple things to take to heart. We're going to wrap this thing up. Miranda, thanks for joining this episode. It was so much fun. Thanks for having me. Don't forget Christian Girls Pop. Christian Girls Pop. If y'all haven't already, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Christian Girls Pop. And you can check out our website, ChristianGirlsPop.com. Make sure that you sign up for the Selah Retreat. It's going to be epic. It's going to be fun. Yeah. So bring your money, bring your Bible, yeah. bring your girls. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. It's about to go down. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. And as always, remember, Jesus already loves you so much. Don't you ever forget that. <laughs>